main people spend their time. Sure. Do we have any headphones? Yes. Put. You can hear yourself talk. Is that how that works? You can, yeah. Do you want to hear yourself talk? It's 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 like uh it's like it's uh, be weird. I don't know. I was wondering why you had headphones too. It's like you run an airplane or a yeah, helicopter. Like but I, I don't know. Does it affect your autism? <laughs> just <laughs> probably. Just all oh, headphones. No, I don't Bad know. Thoughts. I don't know if I've ever put headphones on to hear myself talk. Actually, <laughs> well, I have never have. It's like a it's like an airplane uh, communication. Yeah, we're all driving this plane. Yeah. Oh yeah. You well, can hear me. Yeah. Can you hear you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is for some reason. It is like yeah, I can yeah. It's there's just n- more crisp. We don't yeah, have to no yell at each to other. be like, "What did you say?" Yeah, like, I can hear you, like, perfectly. Yeah, our deaf uh, old bodies are fine with the headphones. Yeah, I'm going to use better. these like the rest of my life. Instead of noise canceling <laughs> headphones, you have noise amplifying headphones. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, I can hear you great. I can hear people from half a mile away. You used to have those things like you. You'd point it at headphones like oh, for yeah. birds and stuff like the kid. Yeah. The noise, uh, I don't know, super microphones? <laughs> Whatever it was. Super microphone gun? Yeah. That's what it was. Came out of the Kmart magazine, I think. Yeah. Oh, as seen on TV. Yeah, probably here, something similar. Hear birds from miles away. <laughs> um, You have a boxing match coming up? Yeah. <laughs> did tight. you see the picture I posted? I did. It looked badass. Damn, well, I, there's a video, too. There's, there's like a whole production. Tight. It's fucking crazy. There was another guy. He was a comic, um, but he was in it, uh, I think, the last one. Because oh. once you posted the name, like, Fights for... Haymakers for Hope? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was... I think he was a part of the last one. The, yeah, okay. Yeah, because they were, they, they were going to do it last. Because it originally came from... Is that in New York? Is yeah. Kind of and then they've done it like three or four times in Colorado. Last year they canceled, obviously, because of yeah. COVID. Do they, um, is it like encouraged to like firefighters and people like part of the community? Or is it just whoever wants to raise some money? They, I mean, they pick. So like, I don't know how many people applied for it. But there's a whole like, yeah. almost like a testimonial you got to write. You got to answer questions like, why is it important to, for you to knock out cancer? Blah blah yeah. blah, like all this kind of this thing. And then once you do that, then they uh, you kind of got to like tell your story you or pretty something. much or whatever you yeah however you want to spin it to make them pick you for sure. But uh, yeah, then they emailed me and picked me because I did it. Another guy that I know did it too, and he didn't get picked. So I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what kind of shit he put in. His <laughs> thing, You're like I'm just cooler, dude. I just want to I just want to post him in the mouth. But, yeah, you know. So. Um. I mean, that's fun. When was the last fight you were in? See, I don't know. Like, fist fight? I, I mean, Especially I've been like, not regulated. I'm no. sure it wasn't. I'm sure it was in the streets. No, I, I can... Uh, it had it been, had it been, you know, realistically 10 years ago for yeah. an actual fight. For, for someone to and, actually... And, it's, and it's, it's never a sober fight, you yeah. know what I mean? So, like, I don't really know. <laughs> are, you feeling, know. are you feeling confident? Yeah, I mean, they... What's cool about it is once they, you get picked, they hook you up with a gym, a boxing oh, gym tight. in Denver. So there's one. It's called Tau of Boxing, and it's on it's on like Park Avenue and Colfax. Shout out Tau. Uh, and, they're one uh, of my listeners. Uh, they uh, they're awesome, and um, you know the whole thing. They pay for you to have one on one sessions. That's tight. With a trainer, and also you get uh, opportunity to go to any classes you want to go to. Nice. Um, and I didn't even realize it, but. My next door neighbor is the owner of that gym. Tight. So I see him all the time. So like it's kind of it's kind of fun. It's like 
you know, they, they set it up well. So, yeah. so, you know, that you feel. Well, and that's right down the street from your shop. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Literally like it's a, uh, where it's like right next to streets of Colfax mm-hmm. or what was streets of Colfax. Yeah. That's tight. Yeah. That sounds fun. Are you, you said you're feeling confident? Did you introduce your guests? No, we haven't gone there yet. Okay, wait. Yeah, let's at least throw a name out there. (laughs) Today we are joined by Bobby Mitchell. Bobby, if you want, you can pull that mic a little closer, too. Bobby. Yeah, I got your levels. Don't worry. Um, Okay, cool. Backstory of Bobby and I, we worked together at a pizza place, a slash biscuit Restaurant here in Denver. They will not be named. Yeah, I'm sure we can, <laughs> we can, no, they're fine. I mean, I ended uh, on good terms with them. I was just sick of dealing with the BS. No, you're, um, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, but we worked together for a good while. I feel like good yeah. enough to all enjoy each other's company, and um, for yeah. sure, and yeah, hang out. You're one of the ones I liked <laughs> for sure. Yeah, um, and then you moved on to opening up. A vintage clothing store or vintage shop in general, I guess. Yeah, clothing yeah. slash records. Yeah. Some That's accessories, tight. yeah. We did a comedy show there a while back. It was pretty fun. Yeah, it was cool. Um, Definitely a cool experience. Yeah, I'm trying. Oh, we, we should do it again, especially now that the weather's getting nice. Um, I'm always looking for other weird spots. Yeah, and I got this. I got some kind of somehow hooked up with this person that works for Topo Chico, and so they will sponsor events. Oh shit! Like live music, if I have there, and then like a comedy again, like that. So send me be, that email, there'd a, dude. There'd be a, cr- a crate of uh, Topo Chicos for your Fuck for yeah. your non out non non boozers. Which yeah, is, which is, I mean they even have their which alcohol, is, which is inviting. Yeah, I wonder if I get that too, or just I mean I like soda water. Yeah. I mean, who? I mean, it's a big thing now. But now that they have an alcoholic one, people go crazy for it. Yeah, um, it is wild that like I've seen people uh, bring one of those to like a backyard or a party or something. Yeah, and I've seen multiple people approach that person and say, "Do you have an extra? Yeah, like, can I have one of those?" Oh no, there was like, one night. There was there's one mic in town. And it's at like a coffee wine bar, mm-hmm. and they usually just sell like I mean either coffee or booze, um, and then they had. Topo Chico one one week and literally eighty percent of the people were just walking around with like a soda water it in just, their hand. It's just crazy. I mean, even like like take it back to like when freaking uh, White Claws, yeah, just that whole summer were like it exploded and everyone and their brother decided to make fucking yeah. hard. Oh, seltzers, I remember. You know? oh, I think I it was like, Denver. Was like, wow. I think it was Denver had the first ever seltzer like festival instead of a beer oh, festival. Wow. Yeah, I could believe that. It was just a seltzer off. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. it's well, it's just a bunch of hipsters that are like, I don't know, dude. I mean, Zima, there was <laughs> there was shit back in the day. Yeah. Even fucking, dude, my, um, my dad used to pour that in my dude, ice cream sundaes when I was we, a little kid. <laughs> I remember. Full transparency. <laughs> um, Zima's, yeah, we told, I mean, even it was, this was like year, a few years ago, and we told a kid to go ask for a Zima at the bar. And just to watch the bartender's reaction go, get the fuck out of here. They, uh, they had him back for a small time. I, I had, like, maybe five years ago, I feel like I bought some. Azima, yeah. And had one. And I just, I mean, because I think when they were really big, mm-hmm. we were little kids. So it wasn't, like, something that we would have enjoyed. So no. I was always really curious. And when it came out, I was like, oh, shit. I think I did steal one from, like, a 
an adult party once from the fridge, and I was like, I'm going to chug this in the yeah. bathroom and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. I, think, but, I think Coors made Zima. Yeah, Zima. That's funny. That's probably a Denver. <laughs> there's probably like a, a, a Zima burial site here oh, at some I, point. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, man, yeah. No, but so, yeah, so that Topo Chico thing would be cool. Yeah. So um, I, I just recently got hooked up with this. I forget what company they work for, but it was something that'd be cool yeah. for, for if we do Even if we did a show it, like that. Yeah, did a street comedy show or. That's um, the thing is I'm having it, and I'm actually going to get uh, a band. I'm going to have like a play on the roof of yeah. the building. Oh, tight. That would be sick. Beatles style. That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's At sick. a vintage shop. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. it's right to the Bluebird Theater. So I can like correlate it where it's like. That lines what up. Is so, I mean, it could be really cool. I just got to make sure the yeah. structural integrity of the roof is okay. <laughs> 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 to put a fucking couple a drum set a drum or some set. shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, Austin. Yeah, go check out his vintage shop. Um, yeah, what's what's it called? It's called Whole Lot of Love. Oh, right. Yep. So after the that. Led Zeppelin. Just on uh, East Colfax, right by... Right next to the Atomic Cowboy, right there Atomic on Colfax Cowboy. and Adams. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. Check we, it out. We've been bad about doing our intro music. Sure, let's Literally. do it. Yeah, let's get it over with. This <laughs> We're almost <laughs> 10 minutes in. Okay. Yeah, sing your, sing your own song. No, we got... <laughs> we got actually a, got a guest one. Yeah, we have one. a guest. This is a, this is a first. Go for it. Come on in, we're open. <laughs> Let's <Yeah>. do this. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. I dig um, it. Yeah, that was our last guest. The Shout out Kyle, Kyle Benavidez. He did our intro. That beat, that beat's almost like, I feel like it could have been on like uh, Beavis and Butthead Do America. Yeah. <laughs> Come on in, we're open. Coaster of love. Yeah, um, yeah. We're joined by Bobby Mitchell. We've talked about. I, I want to get back into the boxing. That's yeah, the haymaker okay. stuff. Yeah, so yeah. it's Haymaker for Hope. Yeah, so it's a so it's a New York based nonprofit um, that uh, does uh, fundraising to help knock out uh, ca- cancer. So hell yeah, okay. So, it so is it's a, a it's a, a cancer. Yeah, research. so all proceeds, um, whether it's donated directly um, to the company or to or buying tickets. Um, okay. For the event, all that goes. So, so far, for how many people are on like the marquee? Is that what it's called? Sure, like the, the call, like the Who's card. The I guess. Yeah. Would, yeah. <laughs> so there's there's gonna be ten fights. I think. Oh shit! Okay. It's guys and girls. So ten fights. It starts at seven thirty. Guys fighting girls. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be kind of, kind of wild. I'm not gonna ask any <laughs> questions. <laughs> um, oh man, no, maybe uh, not. Probably not. No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, there's ten fights. I think is that we do three two minute rounds. Dude, uh, two at, minutes at the Fillmore, yeah. which is kind of fun too. At the Fillmore, do you? Uh, I mean, I'm sure it hasn't like kicked in yet, but nerves. Like, are you a little nervous about this? Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. know the guy you're fighting? Yeah, I do. Tight. <laughs> I don't know him personally. I, yeah. I met him. Um, we're actually supposed to spar each other before we oh, actually yeah. fight. And That's I, probably I, safe. I, so I, you have, like, kind of a clue of what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I feel pretty confident. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he weighs the same as me, and he, yeah. he's four inches shorter than I am. So also, I mean, you got the yeah, you got some reach. Could be good, probably. yeah. But, again, it's the fun part is that everyone that's doing this is not – has no boxing yeah. background. It's like a smoke. Oh, so it's like you have like four months of kind of do intense training. Mm-hmm. I mean, I because I had a training this morning at six thirty, so Damn. I was there for Fuck, an hour. Dude. What time were you up for that? 
five thirty. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, but like, it feels good. I mean, I like driving there. I'm like, fuck this. I don't want to do this. Yeah. It's so early in the morning, but yeah. Once, but once you get you done, get, it's good. Once the adrenaline and and your heart rate gets yeah. going, it's a lot better. Of a when situation. you have something coming up, or you have to be trained for yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, June sixteenth <laughs> is the fight day, and that you know, I want to try to right on the that. corner. June sixteenth, Thursday, June sixteenth. Yeah, boxing, Bobby. <laughs> you're supposed to like. Yeah, yeah do you I, have a boxer name? So I think you're supposed to pick one. You got a nickname? <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah, I, just like, call it. So, go by go by Broadway, Bobby. Yeah, Broadway. Bobby Colfax. And then come Boxcar. out like as a, to a musical. So what? <laughs> that's one thing too. That's one thing too. Is you pick your you pick your walking music. Yeah, dude. Oh, that's tight. I'm like, dude. I'm already worried about like the fight. And I gotta decide which song makes me. Look do cool something absolutely cool. ridiculous. Go by Broadway Bobby, and, and then, then do. Well, I feel like it should be a whole lot of love. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I, I thought about that. that. I thought about doing like a like a like a rap song. Yeah. Um, or even like just a random Weird Al Yankovic song. You know <laughs> That'd be like, funny. Um, but I don't know. It's you know. But uh, like you were saying about the nerves, I'm definitely nervous. Like yeah. we we because each gym has like. A handful of people that are in this fight. Yeah. So look, we're like a group, like a team, right? Uh-huh. So our box doom is our team. Yeah. But we, yeah, uh, we fight each other. Yeah. So we spar each other. So For it's sure. you know it's nervous and getting yeah. in there and putting the mouthpiece in and all that stuff. Like yeah, it's like it's it's. I walk up on stage and people tell me that's scary. By no means would I want to get in front of a thousand people and get punched in the face multiple no. times. <laughs> yeah, like there's like like I said, like for, I could take the emotional abuse any day of the week, but physical, I'm like, nah, no, I'm done. Yeah, then I stopped. <laughs> First good one, I'd be like, I know that's the deal. All my invite all these friends and people to come watch me. <laughs> I'm gonna. And be so there. not to mention getting punched in the face, but if I get knocked out, yeah. like that's gonna be some emotional <laughs> trauma too. Yeah, I requested the next three days off after <laughs> yeah. just in case. Just let us go. Yeah. So, but I, I th- but I think the lights are gonna be intense too. I yeah. mean, it's, it's, I think it's gonna be experience. No. Yeah. I mean, like the th- like I said, walking out on stage is one thing, but walking out in front of like a a building that's filled with fucking almost rage and fueled people, like <laughs> not even rage, but like they get off on this shit. And that's you know, the, and the two is like the fight is twenty one and older. Yeah, so oh, everyone's yeah. be everyone's be <laughs> fucked up, just like <laughs> yeah. having like a good time, dude. That sounds you know. Cause the last I don't know, I'd say the last probably few months. I've never been into like MMA or fighting or anything, but there's this bare knuckle boxing thing oh, on YouTube, and these guys I have come over a few times dude, where you've got that on the TV. Bare knuckle. I think I see a few random and there's clips. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, just like, like, it's, it's just like a white trash version of like Bruce Buffer with uh, like a tie, and he's like he's like doing crowd work. He's like, "Are you guys ready?" Yeah. You're like, "Don't ask the audience. Just put it the energy." Dude, in the room. it is like like. Like that bare knuckle shit is like Dude. you gonna permit permanently fuck this person <laughs> up, you know? Be like for one fight where you got paid a six pack Less. of PBR <laughs> and forty five dollars, you know what I mean? For like real. they're always like, in Wyoming too. Like it just like it, that that well, kind of thing respect. baffles me. You win respect, yeah. Everybody there's, there's in that some, circle, but like a, sometimes there's yeah, like what can you do that for? <laughs> you know I mean? Two three fights minimum. <laughs> yeah, we're done. Um, <laughs> I mean maximum, but uh, I did one fight a year. It's been twelve yeah. years. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is like sometimes there's like. MMA fighters that are like retired or like out of the game, and they go one round, and they're like, "Dude, I just broke my hand." <laughs> like I'm That's out. It. Like that guy's face is. Fu- I know. I done. I tell him want to do this. I'm yeah, done. this paycheck's not worth me. Oh my crippling God. my fingers. No, 
Yeah, I, it's fun to watch. It is, like <laughs> you know, getting in the face with a with a you know a twelve ounce boxing glove Dude. is a bummer. Yeah, take that glove off and it's just your, it's your, just a rock. your, your bear grills a, knuckles. Dude. Dude. Are you kidding me? Especially yeah. those ones are conditioned uh, to where they're just swollen. I'm sure human knuckles. I bet these guys aren't even wearing mouth guards either. Just like take my teeth. Yeah, let's, let's it, no, do they don't thing. give a fuck. It's so cool. <laughs> There's like one too. Uh, the the like, the backyard. Like boxing crew that hangs. So like, that's like what Kimbo sliced it. Yeah, like that's for how sure. He got that big. shit was always been <laughs> the scrapyard or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah. I'm all about it. I love watching it. But Good. even like, I mean, to get in, that's like what I do at an open mic. To like get in the ring where a bunch of people are still like stoked about what's about to happen is a different game in general. Yeah, I mean, if you if you're involved in something where there's an audience mm-hmm. that's cheering you on, like. It'll be fun. It's gonna kind of fuel you up, no matter what what it is. Bare knuckle boxing, <laughs> yeah, frog racing, I mean, whatever. It could be. <laughs> yeah, as long as there's a there's bath, people energy. are like, yeah, they're like, okay, cool, this is a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a cool show in town that just happened last night called Luchally Raisin Laughs, and it's like <laughs> okay. a professional wrestling yeah. event, and uh, and a comedy show. Sure, but they do it at the uh, Oriental. Oh, and, like, okay, yeah. There's like all these foldable chairs in the front, and then like <laughs> the guys are like, get the fuck out of the way, and they're like smashing people through chairs, and the audience has to like move. <laughs> like it's a rustling event. That's and, uh, awesome. Have you considered kind of like cutting some WWE promos, dude? To you hype should. Yourself up? <laughs> the, I you should know. find some nerd Just, who wants. Yeah, to... be the heel of a match that nobody needs. Sure, <laughs> sure, no. Just talk weird shit where you're like, <laughs> yeah, he peed the bed since he was 12. This guy actually loves cancer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that would be good. Because some of them, hey, that would be audience for that too. And so yeah. like, I'll film it. I know, I've been doing roast battles um, here in town. Yeah, I've seen and, some of that. And I want to do like, shitty promo videos where they're like politician like did you know this person in the fifth grade hit a woman and this person this <laughs> yeah. ad was sponsored by but it just to build up drama with my roast battles yeah i, I want to go to one of those I, how's it going people were getting tore up or what dude the last one was fun the one yeah. at white like i do it twice a month now the fourth and first fridays okay one's at this bar called wide right and the other's at this theater called Jester's Palace. Hmm. Just a small little like improv theater. It's okay. dope. But um they've been I mean they've been good. Yeah. They've been great. Last you, week was fucking a blast. You ever do like a reverse like compliment battles? We did one actually. It was uh, a boast. It was a boast. Is what yeah. they call that. Oh yeah, yeah that's cool. Battle. <laughs> um, I, I remember watching a rap video like a freestyle like a rap battle yeah. with a like this guy's a great father. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, this if he guy. was with my wife, I wouldn't even bother. <laughs> you know, like That's such tight. a good guy. Like I don't yeah. know what the hell. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had two very funny female comedians approach me and were like, Hey, we don't really want to be we don't want verbal violence. Can we compliment each other? And I was like, yeah. And I threw it in as a surprise, like at the oh, night okay. of where I was like, these ladies approached me and asked me if they could compliment each other. And then it fucking murdered. I know. Like, really? Everyone, like, dude, was floored, like yeah. going crazy for these, like just compliments. That's and they were awesome. like, and they were like silly ones where like, oh, this person has the laugh of, 
a thousand mermaids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like, that's, a, that's nice. So they had already planned ahead. Oh, for sure. What they were going to yeah, because like, okay. well, and that's with the roast battle too. Like, I'm like, hey, just write five jokes, and then it's just you two entertaining an audience for yeah. ten minutes. So it's not imp- they don't improv. They no. kind of have an idea. Okay, I ask them to. I ask them beforehand. They go um, like are they going in deep, like aggressive. Like, um, there's like, been a couple lines. Like, like, like whoa, Jesus! There's really? been a couple lines. <laughs> there's been a couple lines crossed. <laughs> not even necessarily like whoa, whoa not even whoa, necessarily whoa. crossed. Just because it, I don't know. With comedy, it all belongs in that moment. And, yeah, and you're like okay. And roasts are specifically like you're trying to make fun of somebody, and you, it's really hard to find the line. I mean, even last... sometimes the most offensive ones kill. Yeah, you know, you, you just know. can't take that outside of what. Of the oh, actual yeah. thing. Well, and it's like, I mean? and yeah. I'm trying to build an energy where these people are okay with being ruthless yeah. and hating each other for five minutes. Sure. And the audience is okay with it as well. So where it's like, okay, this is, yeah. I'm trying to almost build an arena. Oh, that's I good. Guess. Yeah. I'm glad it's killing. Yeah. Sure it's, it's been fun. I mean, good. even last week we had somebody that was like, oh, I would have said this guy looked like he writes reviews for a fast food restaurant. It turns out he does write reviews for, a fa- and then he just read reviews that he this guy had wrote, wrote for <laughs> and it was just crushing. We're like, the guy didn't even know what to do. He was like, "Let me see that review." Wait like, a second, that's mine. Oh shit! And so it's like reading a McDonald's review from like 2007. Yeah, it I was just it. so funny because it wasn't even a, really a joke at that point. He was just reading dirt that he found on the internet about oh him. yeah so it was good i love that and it was crushing so it's something like the bomb i i, I remember watching like fucking nick cannon wild now oh the dude very I love end, some wild at the now. very end they do like the rap battle <laughs> yeah. but i like some of these cats are just like so like off sync where i'm like oh god <laughs> i love it because like even because those kids are like i mean even when wild and out is like crushing like those are those guys seem like they're like cool cats but they're still just like improv nerds yeah. too. you know no, true very true um but there's times where like even rappers get on and they can't even keep up where like these improv <laughs> kids are like yo you do and those are just like jokes and tools that they've built up yeah and then you have like a rapper who's like what am I supposed to do with <laughs> yeah, this? Yeah, this is like, not my <laughs> level. Yeah, I think um, I watched Pete Davidson do. One yeah, of those. for sure. I mean, there was there was definitely comics that they would introduce that could do and hold their own for sure. But there's times where they would just invite a rapper on, and he's like, "Huh? What, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I can't get in there. Like, you don't know what this is. This <laughs> improv game you guys are playing is different." <laughs> yeah, but um, I love me some wild and out, so, and so. that's the thing with roast battles is it's a very honest um, audience. Like they'll let a joke bomb. Yo, yeah. And when they don't like somebody, As they should like at the end of it. I mean, at the end of a battle, I like let. Uh, the audience decide who won. And it's usually kind of obvious, or at least some battles are definitely obvious. Yeah. And so that's when I'm like, hey, audience, if you think this person won, and yeah. just like crickets. No, I'd hope, I'm like, I would hope it wouldn't be like, yeah. oh, let's, let's give this guy a blue and ribbon. So, yeah. <laughs> no. And so it does feel like it's a very honest audience, which is something I love because of like stand up in general. Like, stand up will let you know you suck. 
Like, yeah. Especially when you walk up there and try to say some weird shit that people don't agree with. Yeah, that that piece of honesty is so yeah. important. People like, are like, nah, I yeah, won't g- give it to yeah, you Yeah, because God forbid you just suck ass, and then everyone's like clapping. You're like, oh, that's pretty good. Oh, that's that drives me nuts. Like, dude, that was terrible. Yeah, it drives me nuts when yeah. an audience is, like, too generous. Yeah. I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> well, especially if you've done this for a million years. Yeah, you've, you've gotten roasted. You're like, this yeah. is not, you know. I know. There was one night, like, I, I got pissed off at a comedy room because some guy was like, yeah, I got my wife tied up in the basement. And everyone's like, ha, ha, ha. And she's like, yeah, just been having my way with her. And they're like, <laughs> Jesus oh. Christ. I was like, why the fuck are you that laughing at weird. this? Yeah, yeah, it was just, I mean, I'm sure that's is out of context. But still, I just remember the audience laughing. I'm like, this guy doesn't deserve yeah, that's, those. That's, no. And I went up there and had a fit. It was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> John Wayne Gacy <laughs> yeah. shit. Fucking laughing yeah. at it. It was, yeah, it was interesting. But audience and I Hopefully he didn't record that. Stuff. Yeah, especially roast battle. <laughs> They'll let you know when your joke does not hit. No, I sure. love that. That's it should be. It is, and, and that's the way it goes. Before we get too far away from boxing. So, uh, yeah, sorry. No, I'm just, uh, I feel like uh, we should say that you do uh, have donations. Right? Yeah. So, like, if yeah. somebody wanted to donate, they yeah, could. Yeah, so there's, you go to uh, the Haymakers for Hope uh, website. Um, you are sitting high, dude. Look at he's oh. over six hundred plus Damn, over here fool. in donations already. I know, but compared to like, a, there's people that have like ten, twenty thousand. So <laughs> which I'm like, to, which I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, hold on a second. Did you just put it out of your fucking pocket? <laughs> like it was your, Because yeah. like I remember it was like one, it was like the first day that it was open. Yeah. And this girl, it was a, she was at seven thousand dollars, and I was like, I was like, what? I was yeah. like, hello, what? <laughs> Where you can't just put your own from? money in there. Yeah. But it turns out that it was carried over from last year, so it got canceled because oh, of COVID. Okay. But at first, like, what? But, yeah, if you go to, uh, yeah, Hammocks for Hope, um, it has all of our pictures. Again, I'm Bobby Mitchell. My picture will be there, and you can click it um, and then donate That's whatever, $25, $25,000. doesn't matter. <laughs> the goal right now is, the goal right now is 7000 uh, by fight night, so I think it's doable. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Oh. That's tight. Which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Print, mean, out, um, print out like a Venmo and put it on your counter at the shop too. I think it's, yeah, I could do that too. That's Because there's like, I mean, I just recently just downloaded Ven, or, uh, QR code generator and it's just, you plug your Venmo right in that and you can print off. Oh, cool. As yeah. many copies. Yeah, I'll do that. That makes sense. Um, and there's a few bars too in Denver that are going to host a thing where like tight. X amount of proceeds go. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> Shows you I go to when is it? Denver. June sixteenth. June sixteenth. Which, uh, which is the Thursday. Yeah. Seven thirty. Um, I'm trying to think if we could do a comedy show or something to support. Uh, support or sure. do it before. This is just Austin's brain. I know. Like, how whatever, can I you want, whatever you want. How to do can do I involve my skill? It'd be fun. <laughs> well, I was trying to try and think about doing something involving my shop too. Like yeah. Giving like some. <laughs> but it's kind of weird, like some of my proceeds from my store to my donation. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know how that would work, but I don't know. No, I mean that's, I mean you could yeah easily just plug it. But as, uh, like, this event is all going towards. Yeah, I know someone that makes shirts that does the shop shirts for my store. Yeah, and they would make ones that have like me on it, like a boxing shirt, and then you would just buy one of those, and mm-hmm. that money would just go right to it, like twenty yeah. bucks a shirt or something like that. Kind of cool, but that'd be sweet. Yeah, there's ideas to be had. Um. I am curious about the shop. Yeah. So how did you settle, like, on that place and, like, the idea of doing, like, vintage things? Did you just have too much in your house and you were like, I can push this? You know what? I spent, like, a lot of time, like, over the years, like, 
selling things online um, through other platforms and buying things. I've always... He was always the eBay hound at work. Yeah. <laughs> he would like be showing me, or if I wore like a sick crew neck, <laughs> I he would, would the just first fucking, be like, hey, what's up with that? Yeah, give me, let me see that tag. He would just rip tags <laughs> out of my back of my sweaters when I was like dope. And yeah. I was like, okay, this guy knows what's up. Yeah, I'm but still we, like that. We honest, yeah, we honestly always bonded over the thrift store too. Just yeah. Because we were there both on like a weird daily basis for no reason. No, and I, you know, I grew up going to thrift stores. I mean, as a kid, we'd go to thrift stores just because. You know, it's cheap doing that way. But my my dad was a big collector of like it appreciated vintage things and grew up in that. You know, his culture of music and things like that kind of just stuck with me. And then as I got older and had a job and my own money, I started buying things for my personal collection just because I knew I always knew that certain things would be worth more money later. You know, so it was almost like that instead of like stock markets and things, I would invest in material possessions that I know I could sell later. And then, you know, it just became a thing where I could sell it online. And and uh, I drove by that spot on Colfax, and it was empty. And I was like, well, what the fuck is going on with this building? You know, this pandemic hadn't hit yet. It was like before the pandemic. And so I reached out to the landlord, and I was like, hey, what's up with this space? He's like, okay, meet me there. I was like, sweet. So I just pitched this idea. I was like, so I'm going to have, like, Pre-2000s clothing, uh, graphic tees, you know, uh, crew necks, yada, yada, snapbacks, fun stuff. And then the other side of the store will be vinyl because I'm a big vinyl collector. And so, like, records as well. And he's like, cool. And then just toss me the keys. (laughs) That was it. Hell, yeah. And so it was cool because there was a lot of building to do, a lot of painting to be done, a lot of fixtures to put up. And then getting that going and then the pandemic hit. And so spent the rest of that time, you know, just kind of painting and cleaning up and, and getting buying inventory so it was like a soft opening almost like how yeah. restaurants can kind of ease into it yeah interesting yeah so uh april 1st so it's been over a year now april 1st of last year was the first day we were open damn okay so you're almost a year in already a year okay yeah that's yeah. right we're in april no yeah. i lied <laughs> no i lied it's, it was march 1st sorry march 1st was the year so yeah no it's been it's been crazy and then the you know People around have loved it, and it's just been, you know. Keeping you busy? Yeah, not making money necessarily, which is common for a new business. It takes a few years to kind of build that up. But, um, I mean, but still you're doing what you love. You, you like Yo, yeah. No, I, I love also it. love records as well. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I have yeah, some here, up here, and, like, like, that one's a Twin Peaks record. Like, I love really niche-specific oh, okay. ones, too. Twin Peaks was a TV show back yeah. then. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, I mean, like, I have all kinds of uh, comedy records, and, like, I, I think records are awesome. And yeah. I've also damaged a bunch of them. Like, that's one of the biggest bummers in the world, is I, when you, like, <laughs> sit one in your car for too long. Oh, man. I, I had moved. I had lived in Arizona for a little while, and I bought a Dodge pickup truck, and I was moving back to California, and I had a bunch of crates with records in there, and I stopped in Palm Springs for some fucking reason to get something to eat or gas, and it was so hot that by the time I got back home, like, two of those crates had, like, all the records were warped, and I was so pissed off because yeah. I just, I was young and didn't really pay much attention, but it's easy to, to, to mess them up, but. Are there any standouts in your collect, like your personal collection? Uh, you know, yeah, I, uh, 
I think probably one of my favorite, this is kind of funny, is uh, the Revenge of the Nerds soundtrack. Um, <laughs> just because it's kind of random bands that you would never hear of, and some of the songs are so goofy. And, um, I, I, you know, like you were saying, like, you like niche things, and, like, I like uh, a variety. So, like, that um, was probably one of my favorites. Um, the first pressing of Etta James, at last, is probably one of my favorites, um, too, just because she's got a crazy, beautiful voice. Um, yeah, I mean, I got the gamut from, from garage rock to country to rap to whatever. Um, I watched, uh, Austin win what the, it was Carlin's. Yeah. The seven deadly, deadly words you can't say. Yeah. George Um, George Carlin. Yeah. It was a Carlin. There's a few records. I still have a box of, uh, records in my mom's garage. Yeah. And like, I used to have a record player and then, um, the cord got like chewed through by a little mouse or something. I kind of just like gave up after that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I got a lot of Costello, Elvis Costello, a lot of yeah, Joe yeah, yeah. Jackson. Um, There's like a lot of out. Joe Jackson. Dude, Joe Jackson. I'm What's the man. That? I'm the man. Yeah. That's Dude, him. That's... This is him with all the watches or whatever. Oh, so there's... sick. I've, yeah. <laughs> that's so we talked about that album. working together. Yeah. And then I got the like I have the Violent Femmes first record, yeah. which is great. Damn, and, and, and Austin's a big. He's seen um, them a couple times. I've yeah. seen the Femmes a couple times. And that record, that record bangs Smash. both A and B side. Oh, dude. And the bonus songs like. Uh, I've got give me, like, give me the car. Too. Yeah. That song Come so, on, Dad. Yeah. Give me the car tonight. It's so good. <laughs> I got this girl. <laughs> and I, I play. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I play Come that like. Dad. And I play records at the shop. So, yeah. like, if you want to buy a record, it's oh, playing nice. too. So, I played that the other day. And so, oh, I'll take it. I'm like, no, it's for me. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually my collection. Yeah. That Just because it's hard to find. Yeah. It slaps for sure. And, like, I, and I wish I wasn't such a you know, snob. Like, I like original pressings of things. I don't, yeah. I don't buy too many repressed stuff. Well, you're you're an owner of a vintage shop. Like, yeah, you, like, you appreciate the authenticity. Sure. I mean, the but originality. I'm, I have some for the shop people to buy. Like, me personally, I'm just like, I'd, I'd rather have that one than the 180 milligram. Yeah, uh, for sure. You know. I think, and I was always, sh- I was always thrift store shop. But I think not meaning not to resell, but just because I was a broke hipster. Sure, I was raised on it for sure. Yeah, but. Yeah, I mean, it's still. Some, I think it's a weird antidepressant of mine. Okay. Where there's times where I don't feel like I have anything to like get done, or I'm not like being productive or something, but for buying a T-shirt that you fuck that's dope for three ninety nines, like a come up. It's like a you, treasure hunt. I mean, even well, and especially with records, I used to go on a daily basis where I was like, "Ooh, I want to find some dope new records." Yeah, and it's funny. Denver is such a. Mecca for records. People Did you go like, to ThriftCon this weekend? No, I I was gonna have a booth and yeah. I didn't. Um, I know a lot of other stores there. Some of mine had it. Um, I forgot about it. I went. I went, I went uh, last year or the year before. I think it's it's a good time. It's mm-hmm. it's fun. It just it opens your eyes because you realize how many other people are doing the same shit that you're doing. For sure. You know. Um. I always. Yeah. Like I said. I mean. There's a there's a feeling that comes along with a dope crew neck for. Oh. Cheap price and that's like that, sick. like that euphoric feeling when you're hunting is For like real. like something that chase. It's like yeah, it's a drug. I don't, I don't smoke crack, but I imagine <laughs> it'd be like you know getting it's some high sort or, of dragon for sure. You know what I mean? Like like thumbing through it and like I've done it for so long now. I could I can probably look at a rack and the yeah. color of a crew neck or the color of a oh, shirt. For sure. 
and be like, oh, I bet you that's going to be an older one. No, Whether I, it's a good one or not, yeah. I can, like, you know. Oh, I can almost, it's not, it's almost like a weird, where I don't have to look at every, I can go to, like, kind of my size and be like, I, yeah, okay, well, it's, yeah, search here. But, yeah, you can see a crew neck from a, a dope crew neck for sure. Oh. You got anything in the shop for me right now? I got some stuff you probably want. I want some, like, fucking NASCAR I got a couple NASCAR. I got some Valvoline <laughs> sponsored. I think t-shirts. I do. I think I have a uh, like a '90s Dale Earnhardt I'll black black tee. That's kind of cool. I know. I knew, I mean, I was looking through my tees the other day, and I mean, they're just ones I've had for so long. So it's almost like yeah, you got I mean, good they ones. still that, bring me joy, but it's not like yeah, that one with the that freaking what's the one I like the dragon on it or whatever that uh, oh the uh, the wizard one yeah the wizard, the wizard one, one. Yeah. liquid blue yeah. You started going on the liquid blue rampage, dude. <laughs> if you find uh, yeah. old liquid blue shirts, uh, they're yeah. all always <laughs> I'll worth take them. 100 bucks probably. Yeah, I have this one. I don't know. It's the one. It's my most ridiculous T-shirt too, and on the front of it's like 100% covered in a graphic of a wizard, like casting a spell. And it's like a little tornado of like books and weird shit going on. Yeah. And then on the back, he's like casting a different spell. <laughs> and it's like a completely different. I mean, it's the same wizard, but different image. It's the most ridiculous t-shirt because it's covered in lightning bolts and purple things. <laughs> and I've had it for years. And it's, it's a gem. Oh, I guess it's worth some money on the yeah, internet. The, the first time you wore it, I was like, hey. Yeah. What's you're like, that? take that off right now. <laughs> like, give it to me right now. Yeah. Give me that t shirt. Yeah. But do you think thrifting, like, obviously it's like only gotten, I feel like, more and more popular? Do you think it took a hit when that one song came out, though? I was disappointed. Yeah. I thought you took away my thunder. I yeah. was like, dude, great. All these motherfuckers <laughs> are going to be out there grabbing my grandparents' clothing. And I was literally pissed. <laughs> I was I pretty bummed out about it. Because like, a video, because a music yeah. video in there, too, is just like literally thrifting. And it's I like, know. Great. I mean, <laughs> great. it's a competition. It, it, every it, every day you go there, you're like, I bet you somebody who got here before me and grabbed yeah. it. It's like a mind. Or you fuck. see some other hipster in the because you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if I pull up, I pull sure. up, and somebody else pulls up, and they get out of the car and they look a certain way. I'm like, <laughs> I gotta beat this fucker to, to get in there because he is. is gonna snag what I'm snagging for sure. Especially if you know it's like somebody's like maybe bigger or smaller. They're looking through the extra small to. 4XL sizes, like, yeah. this person's knows what they're gonna looking be, for. Gonna be is buying to resell in some mm-hmm. capacity, and so in that case, they're gonna grab whatever, you know. So it's definitely a dog eat dog yeah. world out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah, I appreciate a good thrift find. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, even like, even like, I mean, my my pants, they're not even like vintage stylists, but they're nice pants that people would usually spend. 60 70 bucks on yeah i mean I, like, would, I found some h&m most of my pants are h&m and they're from the thrift store yeah and people fucking spend money on that shit. and that's yeah because i wear only levi's and i know the exact size and cut yeah. so if i see one yeah if you get five i like you know yeah, what you're getting that's it <laughs> you know there's no trying them on or question a, like it's the same fit period yeah. so and there's a part of me that like dirt baggish because i don't like hang my clothes to dry and usually if you buy from the thrift store, it's already, like, pre-shrunk. Yeah. You're like, I can just wash and dry this and not even have to give no. a shit that it's, like, going to get smaller. I've but never been good at hanging up clothes no, and dry. No, it too, takes I'm way too, too impatient much. for yeah. that. <laughs> um, way too impatient. So, Bobby, you said your uh, your dad was a big influence as far as, like, thrifting, like, ho- holding on to things that were valuable <laughs> yeah. and the music. 
Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty tight. So you you did that? Did you go like thrifting with your dad and shit? We would do. Uh, we would go to like uh, flea markets Swap like every weekend. Swap meets. Yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah. I, was, I mean, I was like a five year old until you know I was like a freshman in high school. I mean, because that's what he would do every weekend because he was a big collector. Whether it's rock and roll memorabilia, whether it's fossils and crystals oh, shit. Okay. like it, there, the gamut he knew kind of what to look for and so like some of my earliest memories are going to i mean <laughs> going to flea markets where he's like grabs me by the back of the neck because he makes sure i doesn't like run, run away and don't like <laughs> or touch anything he's yeah. like he's like dry steering, steering me yes. he's like steering me <laughs> and at first i was like this is give me i'm i don't i'm gonna give me out of here i don't do yeah. this then yeah. you know and now i'm like i love I'm, I'm glad i was able to do that Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, your you your dad, your dad's got some wild history. Yeah. Um, oh, do you want to get in? How I don't even know <laughs> how much like we're allowed to get into because I used to ask all the questions at work. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Your who who was your dad? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I was. I mean, like nothing. I think. No, I don't think anything. Anyway, but now, I mean, when I was a kid growing up, uh, on top of him being a, a general contractor and a collector, he was also a Hell's Angel yeah. uh, for a long period of time. Um, he was fairly older when I was born. He was in his 30s. So he he had been a part of the He had lived a life before yeah, he you had, even. He had been a part of the organization well before I was uh, birthed. Yeah. <laughs> a, a friend of mine has, like, she's shown me, like, her dad's jackets. Yeah. And, like, she's like, I, I don't even know who that human is. Don't touch like, him. I never. Don't put that thing on, bro. <laughs> I, I, yeah, he, I don't he, get caught he, in public with that thing. <laughs> no, he, yeah, he's got, yeah, he, yeah, I couldn't, you can't even look at it, can't even touch it. I still have never looked at it or yeah. touched it. Yeah. Yeah, I know, he wasn't it. I like, mean, I've looked at it, I've seen it. Yeah. But I said I never, like, you know, God you forbid, try and you grab it or do anything, you rip your fucking head off and for sure i wasn't about to do that (laughs) i mean it definitely it probably makes for like uh tense moments or at least uh interesting household stories yeah i mean for a long time when i was a kid a lot of things were happening and i didn't understand yeah i didn't know what was going like i don't know you know well and that's fine i mean that's you know he's doing business there's like yeah there's like like 20 people at the house and there's people passing back and forth you know brown paper bags and yeah. I don't know what you know what I mean and I was like oh. yeah uh, yeah my, my dad was a part of the country club and I feel like that's <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, my dad, my dad they were did. leather bags not yeah. the paper bags <laughs> um, yeah because like I've read uh, I've read a, a few um, biographies of the Hells Angels the Hunter, I like the Hunter S. Thompson one I read the Hunter S. Thompson one and I read uh, what's his name's uh, the main Sonny Barger. Yeah, Sonny. I read Sonny's uh, autobiography. Okay. And there's just intense stories where you're like, not even not even like crime or anything, but you're just like, this is the lifestyle you lived? Uh, you know, yeah. Rolled in, kind of took over a town for a short time, and people <laughs> were like idolizing you, and it then is, you bounced out. It is wild. I mean, the whole idea was it was when it was formed, is people coming back from war mm-hmm. and not really having kind of, a thing that there was their own anymore, and so these guys got together and formed a club, you yeah. know, and then kind of evolved from there. But well, and in the fifties, kind of the idea, yeah, fifties, it was never about being being uh, 
I don't know. It was just being a club. Yeah. It was just being a part of something. And then motorcycles were that thing. Yeah. And then there was a, there was a time where they got hired for like security, a lot of stuff too. Yeah. The big thing that big thing that brought them in the public eye was when they were security at Altamont Speedway. Yeah. Uh, When I think it was uh, stones, the the stones. Yeah. They closed out a world tour for a free concert. It was a free show. And then they, the hell's they just were the security and they ended up killing somebody at the show. And that kind of put them in like the spotlight. It happened. Kinda. The Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess. Astro yeah. World was like three weeks ago. I know. <laughs> the Hunter S. Thompson story. Um, his book kind of brought surface because there was that big party that went down on the beach, and there was like a few young women from that town oh, yeah. that like joined the party. Shit went down, and then kind of and but Hunter S. Thompson like kind of wrote about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it wasn't supposed to. No, and it wasn't he, until years got, later he got, that... He got beat up to almost like a, if, uh, almost like an inch of his life by some of those guys. Would not be surprised. No. <laughs> Especially if you're a journalist. You're like, hey, you guys understand what I do is I write articles for yeah. magazines that thousands of people I mean, you got to think. You got to think. You watch the movie Almost Famous? Yeah. They hated the journalist. <laughs> for these sure. These are bands. Yeah. Think about these other guys. They're going to be really pissed <laughs> well, off. Well, the fact that he is like on the end was like, yeah, these are my buddies. This is what I do. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, do you know what he does? Oh, man. He writes insane articles for about insane people. <laughs> you ever, I've been like watching like the History Channel had that show called Gangland. Yeah. And there was a one about the hell. I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Cause, like, the guy's voice narrates it like it's like a Modified. gnarly voice. Yeah. So it's like, oh, oof, wee. Yeah, that's Sonny, that's Sonny, uh, Sonny Barger uh, biography was pretty intense. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, like I said, it started in the 50s for dudes just hanging out. Yeah. And then people come out of, like I said, the war and yeah, doing their thing. I mean, motorcycles are dope. Uh-huh. I, everyone, I, love, every, I yeah. love mine. So. I know. Everyone does like a m- cool motorcycle. Heck yeah. I would like to get one, but it's a lot. I, I just kill myself. I would just end up. <laughs> well, there's no helmet while in Colorado, too. You can just yeah. jump on it and go. I just hurt myself. <laughs> it's nice, though. Insurance is like $10 a month. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, Because you, you grew up uh Santa Cruz. Yeah. Santa Cruz is probably dope for vintage shops and... Uh, the Hell's Angels, <laughs> the California in general for those, but yeah, but no, I, you know, I grew up more inland too, so like in the Redwood Forest, and like I think at certain times when you were looking for collectibles and stuff, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people didn't know what they had, yeah, really, what the value was because there's no like shows like American Pickers and mm-hmm. Pawn Stars and things, and so like the reference someone would get is what they would think or what they got out of a magazine, so I think. You know, I think that made it a lot more fun, the fact that it was still kind of a no, Santa unknown Cruz, thing. That part of California in general is pretty dope. I remember rolling through Santa Cruz and just being a skateboarder and being like, oh, shit, the history here oh, yeah. is alive. Like, in the pier and the fucking theme park that was right there. The boardwalk. Yeah, the boardwalk. boardwalk. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, that's where, you know, Lost Boys is filmed. Dude, it's kind of cool. You I'm know? a big fan of Lost Boys. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of scenes that also were in that area. I mean, skateboarding. And oh, yeah. Music and Surfing. art. All of that. I mean, like, really, like, the weed movement was Santa really Cruz, big there. Yeah. I mean, there's... Humboldt's, like, it, right north of there. Yeah. Shit. There's, like, a... I think a Rolling Stones magazine did a cover, or, like, a not a cover, but a big spread about Santa Cruz and about the cannabis use. Yeah. You know? That's yeah, right. no, there's... 
it's definitely an interesting place, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a, yeah, I enjoy going back and, and seeing my friends that are still there. Yeah, just, I, yeah, I've only been through once, at least Santa Cruz. I've been through all over California, but Santa Cruz I've only ridden, I rode my bike through it yeah. once. And I camped, there was like a campsite right outside of town. Okay. And I stayed there, but I even just like kind of spent the evening hanging out, cruising around. You just looked out on the one, highway one? Yep. Yeah. Took that thing all the way down. Heck yeah. Took that thing. Um, yeah, because, uh, and, and, your, and your mom... She's still around, yeah. Yeah, she still lives over there. Uh, they, they they divorced when I was a sophomore in high school. And, yeah, but she's still there. Yeah, she she's just doing her thing. Just doing her thing. She yeah. Doesn't drive. Just <laughs> cruising. I don't think, yeah, she doesn't drive a car. So yeah. she just kind of hanging. And your parent? How old is your? Did parents? you say cruising because of the pun? Cruising. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't really. Uh, <laughs> it worked though. Yeah. Um, what did she do? Would she? Uh, when were, my parents were together, she was just a stay-at-home mom. Nice. Yeah. She didn't work. And then uh, when they divorced, she's like, oh, shit, I got to get a job. And so she, <laughs> like, worked at Seas Candy. I remember I liked that because I like candy. And then she worked That's at, tight. like, Mac Makeup in the mall. And then, then now she uh, uh, works at, a, like, an old folk home. Nice. Um, she works uh, in the kitchen there, makes their food and stuff. She's, she seems to love it, so that's that's important, but. Yeah, she went all the gamut because she she had no no job experience. She didn't ever had a job before. Yeah, and so my when they my parents divorced, she was like, "Well, yeah, I got this blank ass resume. I got to figure out what to you know." And like, what a crazy time that was. I was like, I, I can't picture that like right now. And you're, you're just like, a oh, punk. I've never had a job before. Yeah, like, I, I just that's that's wild. And you're just a punk teenager running around. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, "Well, I guess I gotta figure out <laughs> something." Yeah, and she was only twenty when I was born. She was like a lot younger than my dad was, and so, and I was, I'm a twin. There was two of me, so oh, she's, like, oh, she's like, "Oh, fuck." That's yeah, funny. yeah. It's a sister, yeah. Twin sister, yeah. Twin sister, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's always a weird one. I mean, yes. not weird, but it's interesting. Yeah, where way twins work and don't work. I know. I, you know <laughs> they nice. look like each other, don't look like each other. Yeah, so paternal twins, and yeah, so I just like, and I grew up with friends that had twins, and people were like so close. And me, and my sister Lucy, we couldn't even be couldn't be farther from like <laughs> each other. You know well, what I, mean? I like, think that's yeah, that's it's just it's like funny. I'm like you, do you just have like this connection? Like if you stub your toe, does she feel it? It's <laughs> like, no, that's fucking weird. <laughs> we're, twi- we're, we're, twi- we're twins, we're not like yeah. magicians. Especially, she's well, like limping today. Yeah, yeah. like, oh yeah. Because I toe. stubbed my toe, yeah. It would be the weirdest shit. If she gave me a call, happen. like, probably I sent something. <laughs> or what'd, she you, just what'd, you with, send, what'd you send? Yeah, what'd or you send? she's just like dealing with random pains because your dumb ass like can't keep it together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're like, I'm getting a boxing match. She's like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. She She's wakes like, up hungover. I didn't drink anything. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry about that. Liz. Like, uh, June 16th, I'm going to get punched in the face a bunch. So uh, Hopefully not, but yeah. I'll let her know ahead of time. But that's, people are like that, though. People yeah. like have like that weird sense. I mean, like, maybe if you're, no. Yeah, people do that. Like, I've, I've heard stories. Like, they give a call, like, oh. Uh, yeah, weird feeling. And yeah, were you Sensing. just were you just in a vehicle? Yeah. <laughs> were you just in a car crash? People done like before, like when one other one one of the twins dies. Yeah, like they like I don't know. I think just I watched like an a, a and E documentary no. about shit like that. But it was yeah. like 
Why are you They're, crying? I don't know. Something bad happened. Something, yeah. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is, but something bad happened. I mean, it, I believe it. I guess the universe probably has its weird ways of working. Uh, to some extent, I'm kind of I don't yeah. know, a little but, more pessimistic about that. <laughs> I get it. It'd be I, cool though. I get it. Um, it looks like you put a little more. Th- so Austin uh, has queef tattooed on him. Yeah, I don't that's think he's put tattoo. as much. <laughs> It is pretty cool. I mean, the story behind it alone is cool. But uh, I feel like Austin has all kinds of random tattoos. Yeah. And it looks like you put a little more thought into each of yours. Like, you have different ones, like the Pez dispenser. A lot of them Yeah, these are all from movies. These are all movie references on this this arm. Yeah. I, I, yes, I, but what I do is I think about it for a day. Yeah. (laughs) Then get a tattoo. Like, I don't like, I'm like, well, I got to think about. I got this idea. I'm yeah. going to give it about three years. And then <laughs> if I still think it's a good idea three years from now, I'm going to get it. I, I always be like, you got time? Okay. Yeah. I know. My, I think, I think, yeah. But as far as like the way it looks quality wise, is <laughs> you know. I did mine Not myself. saying yours don't, um. you know, aren't, yours aren't beautiful, Austin. Know. But, uh, you know. Well, I love that yours, you have two different styles for each other. <laughs> yeah. The black and gray and then the color. I don't know how, how it worked that way. It was never my real intention, but, yeah. It just happened? It just happened, yeah. <laughs> It works out. It works out, for sure. I was almost against, not against color, but, um, yeah, I just didn't really want to focus too much on it. Yeah. you know, Certain things are going to look better, I think, yeah. in that color than that. I felt like every tattoo that I had in color, my body, like, tried to reject, too. Oh, like, there's okay, one, yeah. one tattoo I have that's, like, all black and then just a little bit of red. And when the red like flared up, super angry and kind of scarred over. I have heard that before. And it's so interesting to me. And I don't know if I, I don't, I maybe it was just, yeah. I never had like a, like a stick and poke or like a, you know, homegrown, like homegrown tattoo. tattoo. But I think it'd be funny if you were tattooing me right now while yeah. I'm doing this interview. We could do a podcast. <laughs> we'll do a podcast. We'll do. Podcast. Podcast. It's a podcast where I give you a shitty tattoo. <laughs> and we talk. If we had, if we, because there's other machines that like those. What are those electric ones? Yeah, cause yeah, yeah. like very little noise. Yeah. There's so yeah, I would do it. There's that. Um, what's funny is I work at Trader Joe's. Um. And there's like a room with just the art room where it's like the artists that make the signs that go out. Yeah. Do that. But it's like, there's like ink everywhere and like it looks like it would be a tattoo parlor. Yeah. And so I've always told the boss, I'm like, hey, just so you know, I won't tell you when, but when we <laughs> close one day, I'm going to stay in here. Oh my God. And we're going to make, we're going to have this be a little late night tattoo yeah, parlor. In that's here. tight. And then a bunch of people are like, I'm on board. Let's yeah. do it. It'd be like, funny yeah. to have like a weird speakeasy tattoo shop, but that's not even like people are like, have you been to the back of Trader Joe's? <laughs> yeah. There's a doorway that's behind the produce. You'll give you Mandarin chicken. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that would be tight. And a kombucha, and you guys can just fucking have yeah. at it. <laughs> Crazy tattoo. I think it'd be so funny. Um, so illegal, but so funny. Yeah. Well, and it's not like, I mean, I'd be down to give a tattoo and pod, do, start a new one. This is a shout out. Someone wants to sponsor us with tattoo equipment. We'll start a new podcast called Pod Tats. <laughs> well, it's a podcast called Pod Tats. I Come love in, it. Tattooing. Come Absol- in, we're tattooing. Absolutely. Tattooing. Tattooing. <laughs> 100% tattooing. support. That's that. also a Star Wars themed podcast for some reason. <laughs> Tattooing. Tattooing. <laughs> yep. When when was the tattoo uh adventure start? 
when did you? What, how old were you when you got your first tattoo? I was 16. 16, yeah. And I got uh, mustaches and teardrops on my fingers instead of yeah. my fingers. Mustache was my first tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Like, I remember, like, I remember, like, I used to hang out at this tattoo shop called the Gilda Lily uh, back home. And the owner was a super nice guy named Mac. And he would hang out and shoot the shit. I was 16 yeah. years old. I don't know why the fuck I was there. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I'm, like, looking through this tattoo magazine. One, because there's, like, Potential boobs mm-hmm. in there. I, I do remember, a, yeah, lowrider magazines kid. and fucking. But uh, there was this one person that had a mustache tattoo on their finger, where they would hold it up, and it looks like they have a mustache. Mm-hmm. But it was a Hitler mustache. Oh, that's a crazy. So I was like, you know what? I Charlie Chaplin. That's yeah. <laughs> no one's no one's, gonna, no one's gonna say that if you show it to them. Yeah. But uh, I was like, that's a, I like. The concept, just not that style of a mustache. No, definitely so that, not. That kind of what made me do like the yeah. couple mustaches and stuff. And I did, yeah, the mustache for me. I just thought it was like a funny joke, and yeah. I think I had seen it somewhere before too. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, let's see what this tattoo th- shit's all about. I know, yeah. And I didn't have any facial hair at the time, so I was like, oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that was the first tattoo. Well, you were sixteen, and the guy didn't yeah. even ask for a permission slip or anything. <laughs> I think I hung around there long enough where he was it's like, like you, okay, fine. You're not going to narc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you seem cool. You inhaled yeah. on the reefer. I don't even I don't even think my parents even noticed. Yeah. I don't, even, I don't remember. My parents were weird about my tattoos. My, they would just talk shit. Like, my dad always thought it was hilarious. And he, like, not even hilarious. I would think it was hilarious, his reaction. Because yeah. I wouldn't tell him I got a tattoo or anything. It was just See, something that was happening. It is funny because, like, some people you know, like, have like tattoos like certain spots or like if my dad or my mom sees this they're gonna fucking <laughs> so kill me i'm yeah. like what i'm like you're 33 years old what are you, what are you, my you're, dad, hide, you're gonna hide something from them forever like yeah. what the, my dad okay. wouldn't notice until we were like down at the lake sure like, yeah swimming or something he'd be like what the fuck and people really don't even think i have that many tattoos until summertime sure and then i wear like shorts and a tank top and they're like ew yeah you look like a heroin <laughs> junkie <laughs> have you been abusing drugs lately but there is a comic in the scene I recently found out has tattoos all over his arms, but he's only ever worn jackets. So I've never seen yeah. any of them. Huh. Some people are like that. Some people like hide it forever. Like yeah. I, I had a teacher that had full sleeves, and he always wore button-ups, long sleeve button-ups. Dead yeah. of summer, I'm like, aren't you hot? I know. It's always crazy when it's like law enforcement. Oh, yeah. And then they take off, like, there you see him out of uniform, and you're like, oh, you're a meathead covered <laughs> in tattoos. That's gross. Oh, my gosh. Um, what was Bobby like at 16? Just causing trouble or? Oh, I don't think so, really. I... What, were, what were your, like, interests? Um, um, I played, I mean, baseball was a big interest oh, at yeah, that I age. I was mentioned. a big baseball guy. I know, I was pretty small. I was trying to, you know, when I was 16, my parents were divorcing, and so it was, like, a weird time. Yeah, I'm sure I emotionally. I figure it out emotionally, yeah. What about 10-year-old Bobby? <laughs> uh, 10-year-old Bobby, uh, man. Also into baseball? Also, no, yeah, I've always, always been into baseball. <laughs> um, uh, 10-year-old Bobby, he was cute. Little guy. <laughs> he was, he was cute, cute, cute little guy. He was funny. Just, uh, uh, just I, trying I always, to make like, his I, way in the world. Yeah, I remember as a little kid, like, I always tried to be, like, a practical joker. So, yeah. we do, like, I would, you know. Just was it pranking? Was it, was it all, was it? People? I was pranking people, for yeah. sure. Nice. <laughs> It'd be, like. <laughs> but when AOL was a thing, and you yeah. prank someone on AOL. Like, yeah, like voice message. Yeah, just all this stupid shit. But <laughs> oh. I had a friend, I had a friend like, like maybe when I was 12, 
And we would prank him all the time. Like, we'd have sleepovers at his house because he had the best house. And he had, like, the big TV and a trampoline. And we had a great time. And But we'd always, like, it'd be a group of us that would always be there. And the goal was always to end of the night just fuck with Nick. Like, that's, like, the, the goal. It's so, like, yeah. we would... Because he would be the first to fall asleep ever. And so we'd dump hot sauce in his mouth when he was God. asleep. Uh, we'd light WD-40 on fire like, yeah. over his head. Like, that makes good, yeah. We tried to, like, do the whole, like, put your head in water so he pissed oh. himself. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know I don't if, know if that a, works. Yeah, I don't know if that one works. You have to be, like, I think, drunk or something. Like, cold, like yeah, you got to be, like, yeah. comatose nap. Like, it's a bee. Uh, it works. It does? Yeah. Oh, it works. Oh, you went to summer camp. You probably had plenty of <laughs> yeah. opportunities to fuck with Big people. Yeah, I, just, that's a fun I one. feel like I'd wake up knowing my hand was in water. I'm not that deep of a sleeper. We once, one time, a kid passed out at a party and we drew Sharpie on his face. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but we, someone had drawn eyeballs on his eyelids. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, I don't know, too high for it or something, where I was like, I gotta leave this fucking room. This kid just looks like he's just staring at me from a distance. And I was yeah. just like, I'm not comfortable with no. it. And it was just the scariest Sharpie. I'd have been weirded out for sure. Sharpie, or, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if kids are still doing that. Do you think Sharpie? Like I don't that, know. But everyone did that. Like, the, that was a big thing than like antiquing people. Yeah, antique. Well, that the was flower. like, thanks. Yes, just CKY and Jackass. Yeah, but I, I wonder, like, if I if you were to ask kids, like middle school or even high school, like, hey, what it's kind of like a weird form of what bullying. kind of prank are you doing yeah. to your friends? Like, oh, they're probably like, yeah, we punch him in his dick now. No, like, just <laughs> it's probably yeah, something now they like just TikTok. Yeah, now they just I don't know. They're probably. I don't. I don't or talk or to the, kids. The, I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need that. Uh, but I'm, but just, I'm curious. I wonder if the pranking when, yeah. thing is, is, is gone to the wayside. You could probably ask like the weird questions, like what happens if a kid at a party passes out with his shoes on? What? Yeah. You know, what they're do like, you do? They're like game on. You're okay. Okay. Cool. Or they'd be like, "What does it matter if his shoes?" Yeah, on? Yeah, I know. Like, and then you're like, "Oh, okay, you get out of here, you tell me that? Get out of here. You don't. You don't know what the, that symbolism means. I don't know why it was always shoes on. That was always yeah. fuck. And we, yeah, fuck. God, um, you're that was like my, before, you're my friend. What or the like fuck? doorknob was like a big one. You gotta, or yeah. you fart and your friends beat oh, the yeah. shit out of you yeah. until you make it across the room. Why? I don't know. Especially if you're in a class where everything's a handle. Yeah, there are no doorknobs, uh, dude. And my brothers ruthless. <laughs> we used to like they would pin me down. You're like you're never gonna be able to touch the doorknob. You're like yeah, I know. God, you fucking <laughs> asshole. Dude, the time before cell phones, we were just fucking with oh, each other. Like I, remember. I, I, we, I remember we had a few friends at, in school, in high school. If you like got up to use the bathroom and you left your binder and stuff unattended, God we would bed. just smash the shit out of it. So like <laughs> all the metal rings would collapse, <laughs> or we just rip it apart. Like it'd be like, like, it'd be like, and there's like one kid in the span of a year, we ruined like fifty of his binders. <laughs> the point where his mom had to come yeah, down and be I like, mean, "Hey, you can't stop breaking yeah, Johnny's binders." I guarantee you that would piss off any parent more so than a bad. kid. They're like, "What the fuck." <laughs> so I'd be like, you gotta just take all your shit to the bathroom, dude. Yeah, why? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that started, but that I remember rude. when kids would fall asleep taking a big textbook, slamming yeah. it on the desk. Oh to wake yeah, them up. that was a good one. And also, like, also if you were walking around with food, yeah, like like fries, we goose it 
up high, like just yeah. go, <laughs> just send it sky high. Ice cream cone, French fries. Yeah. French fries are the best because they scattered it everywhere. It doesn't matter. <laughs> just like, <laughs> I remember lunchroom chaos. Yeah, one time Joey just took like two bites of his pizza and was like, I'm done. <laughs> And then, like, threw it behind him. And we were like, yeah, whatever happens. All of a sudden, that pizza comes flying out. Of oh, yeah. And my buddy Nick, who's like 6'5", just gets smacked in the face. And he's like, oh, who the fuck threw that yeah. pizza? <laughs> yeah. There was just some ginger girl who was just like. <laughs> that was me. And he just sat back down. Yeah, it's so funny thinking about that. I, I, I haven't thought about that kind of shit in a long time, but I yeah. just remember doing. Dude, I mean, yeah, high school chaos got, uh. Best prank I ever heard of. Don't don't read any of that. It doesn't matter. The first thing I read is Austin's coffee addiction. <laughs> it was what we talked about on with Ben Kissam. Ugh. Austin tells his story with alcohol. This is all me. This isn't I didn't write this. <laughs> I know. This is under slaughter. Yeah. The best prank I ever uh heard of was one of my friends had uh they released four pigs. Uh and wrote one, two, three, four uh-huh. on the pigs, and then had three cows in the school. Oh yeah, this is like the the, the country school. Okay, yeah. I think it's pretty far out there. And uh, three cows, and they wrote one, two, and four. Uh huh. So, so, so they never they thought there was a they, third they one. They kept looking for three for like yeah. days. Oh, I heard about God. the chicken one where you label them. Yeah, one three or one two three. Yeah, <laughs> one, one three five. One, like three. I like those things. Like people do pranks where like it like destroys and fucks up mm-hmm. shit. Like, we had a brand new pool put in, and someone drove a car into the pool. Oh, my prank. God. Is that a prank? <laughs> they went, so, they went, so they had to go to jail yeah. or juvenile hall, and then they got to buy the whole new pool. Like, it had, like, it had, like, it had, like the fake fence around it. It wasn't even, like, done yet. Like, check out this prank. I'm like, that's fucking... Check out this little, prank that I just... Whose car do you just fuck yeah. up, too, by the way? Like, I don't like... Yeah, that kid actually probably still in jail. It probably... Yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. But I was like, what? Like, that's a good that, prank. That's your prank? Good that's job, like, guys. That's a good prank, is what that is. We did one... You just where, got punked. We did one where, like... <laughs> yeah. Where we took, like, a Tupperware container and put buttermilk in it. Or some kind of milk, and then put a raw chicken breast in there, and then we closed it, and then we hit it in a bunch of different classes. Oh, God. So that we did like in the winter time, and then over time, it yeah. got hot. There was like some kind of bacteria form where it popped the lid off of the fucking Tupperware, and just caused a smell that was like horrendous. I remember like. 30 no. classrooms did that. Like, Ugh. why? I would never do that again. Like, just, why is just I... Just gassing public? Oh, yeah. So dumb. Probably get charged for that. I did. <laughs> and you can't find me. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. I remember trying to plan a prank just through text message of, like, we're going to take the teacher's laptop and hide it in the ceiling. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure my parents saw the text messages. And they were like, you're planning on stealing school? <laughs> Dude, this isn't funny. They're like, yep. Yep, that's that's what we're going to do. Yeah, no. We're going to steal school. Um, Yeah, no. Bobby, is there anything curious you're about, uh, about, you you are about Austin? About you? Yeah. Yeah, You never (laughs) prepare the guest for this. Am I supposed to to have thought of a question to ask Um, you? No, I'm just curious. I just, if you're curious about anything. I'm gonna steal that notebook from you. You're paying this too much. This is weird. Because <laughs> it's about you. Yeah, I wasn't a part of it. I mean, there's probably a lot. Oh, more. maybe. His, okay, maybe it's notes from an. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I wrote on the episode. I get, I get it. I get it. You're it's such just, a great just, producer. You're just, doing an amazing. It's job. just notes. 
I know. Um, uh, I mean, I, off the top of my head, no. I, uh, I'm curious about you, you just said it, you, your coffee addiction. I didn't know you were a coffee addict. Um, yeah, it's just one of my crutches, one of many crutches. Yeah, there's a lot of worse crutches to have. Yeah, I do enjoy a good cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's mostly like cold brews when I can really abuse it. Yo, yeah, yeah. So at work, I, you'd be like, "Give me a black, yeah, coffee." Once I once I figured I could abuse cold brew at work, I was all about it. <laughs> yeah, at least one a day. I just like I, like I enjoy coffee and like certain other caffeinated things. I just feel like it never. I don't ever feel like I'm get energized from it. Mm-hmm. Like people are like, oh man, I had two Red Bulls. I'm about to lose my fucking mind. I'm like, yeah. I, I was like, dude, I, have. I, I I'm kind of like, that what? way too, but have... I think it's just because I've abused it so much. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this doesn't even really affect me anymore. It's exactly. like smoking cigarettes. You're like, I'm not getting anything from it. Besides no. Besides feeding the addiction. Yeah. But with the whole coffee thing, it's like, I don't know. I just, I, I'll do a little some cocaine instead. Yeah. Like, I'll be good to go. <laughs> I'll sure. wake up. You know, I just like For that. sure. That's but, a different type of sugar. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no. Um, um, yeah. Well, um, where can people find you or support your haymakers? For holiday season, I don't know what about what I don't know. Oh, I forgot the last part of it. Haymakers for hope, hope. yeah, for holiday season. Holiday season, I mean, that's season, fair too. Yeah, uh, yeah no, uh, just the Haymakers for Hope website, yeah, literally Haymakers for Hope. You can, uh, um, the Colorado one is called Rumble in the Rockies, Ooh. um, because they do it in a few other cities as well. So, Rumble in the Rockies is the one that I'm participating in, and uh. Yeah, um, you'll scroll. You can see all the fighters. Their their pictures are there, uh, with their name. Um, you find mine, Bobby yeah. Mitchell, and then you just click, and then you can donate if you feel 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 like it. Uh, any increment of money or or whatever, and uh, you know, if you if that something you can't do, come by the shop and say hey, good luck, and yeah, follow you know, the shop a, at a whole lot of love on Instagram. Yeah, whole lot of love. Colfax uh, is going to be the Instagram. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And any support, uh, good vibes, money, crisp, yeah. crisp high fives. Is yeah. all I, I love and all. Go of it. shop vintage at a whole lot of love. Yeah, please do. Bobby, thanks for joining us, dude. No, thank you for having me. This is yeah, awesome. It was fun. This is awesome. I was yeah. stoked to hear that you had been listening and yeah, they wanted to be a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. We'll do it again sometime. Yeah, maybe the tattoo one. Yeah, yeah, that'll be tight. I'll be that would be really cool. <laughs> it would be cool. Pod tats. <laughs> Go for it. Come on in. We're open. <laughs> Let's do this. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I dig that. I bought uh, tickets to go see Tom Segura in July. 